Hi guys, welcome back to another episode of Librarians Read the Darndest Things. I'm Kayla from CPL Adult Services. And I'm Lane from Children's. And today we are going to talk about Bridgerton 1, aka The Duke and I. The Duke and I. By Julia Quinn. We read the book and watched the TV show. Mm-hmm. So, we're here to chat about that today. Yeah, we're, okay, so do we start with a comparison do we start with the pro-cons list, or do we start by addressing the scene? Let's wait to address the scene. Okay. Um, first, let's address how you're going to be disappointed in me. Okay. I DNF'd this book. <gasps> I <laughs> hated this book. <laughs> yeah, um, I didn't like it. It didn't hold my interest at all. It was not I would pick great. it up and read, like, three pages and then be like, what did I just read? I was not processing it. So. It was... It, mm, <laughs> how, do I, how do I put this gently? I don't think it was the worst book I read. Yeah. But I think I watched the TV show first, mm-hmm. and my expectations were so high. Yes. And I was like, oh. Oh. It oh. really hit you that it was written, like, 20 years it, ago. Mm, yeah. 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 You could tell. Feels like it. Yeah. And I felt bad for not finishing it, because we've read other books... For this book like club. Mr. Rogers book. Exactly. And I made myself finish that, but this one I was just like, I don't care enough. I just don't want to read it. You could skim the whole book and it didn't matter. Like, I did not sit down and read this book like I would yeah. read a, a, another one that we have read, and it just didn't do it for me. But, again, my expectations were so high because I loved the TV show. Yeah. Yeah. I liked the TV show. I wouldn't say I loved it, but well, I did I like it, it and I, I found it engaging. Season two was much better. Season two was much better, and I like, yeah. I, I really enjoyed it. It was like Marie Antoinette to me. It was just pretty. It was, oh, yes. It was Marie vibes only. Beautiful. Yeah. And then, the way they describe, um, oh my god, what's his name? The Duke. Oh, yeah. Anyways, the way they describe the Duke in the book, I'm like, oh, he's like very white. Oh, yeah, yeah, and I had it in my head that because the TV show, I thought it was yeah. going to be so, you know, diverse, and then the book was just, was, everyone's white. Everybody's white and pasty, and the only people who have dark hair are the Bridgertons. Um, they're a little boring. It was a boring book. It was just boring. Yeah. I actually liked the way it was written. Like, I thought it was very digestible. Yeah. But it was just like, nothing is happening that I can't see happening a mile away. Yeah. And I don't care to get there. It was pretty average. Like, it wasn't anything to write home about. Yeah. It was okay. Um, it was okay. That was the okay. book. It was okay. It was That's okay. That's what I would title the whole thing. If okay. they put an excerpt from me on the back of the book, it would say, it was okay. It's a <laughs> good reads. Duke gave me the ick in the book. Yeah. The very first couple scenes that we see him, the first scene where he interacts with Daphne, I was like, ooh. He gave me the ick. He was staring at her body, like, immediately. Yeah. And, I, and then he was, like, internally complaining about women. Yeah. And I was just like, this is gross. You know how, like, sometimes it's written in 2015 and you're like, ooh, that's problematic, but I like it. I'm looking at you, the deal. Yeah. I'm looking at you, El Kennedy, that I love so much. This was not it, though. No. This had none of the charm. Just the problems. Just the problems. Yeah. 
and I can't decide if we address the scene now or if we talk about the show because it's the <laughs> only thing I can think about when I read the book. We could talk about the scene if you would like. Yeah. And if you go anywhere and you look this book up online, this is what everybody's talking about. They could have been the greatest book somebody read and they could have loved it, but this scene ruined it for most people. It, the scene ruined it. Yeah. Spoiler alert! <laughs> the scene is... I, is there a delicate way to put this? It's just assault. I would just, yeah, I would just it's just bluntly say it was sexual assault. It's a sexual assault, bro. Um, and it's so casually just like... What? I don't understand. Yeah, it was gross. It was, it was gross. And I didn't like the way it was like they were trying to describe it as though she was like taking back the power. Yeah. For of being, you know, like deceived. And he. The Duke was just so pained by it. Of course, because yeah. he was being assaulted. And she was just like, ha! Now I've deceived you. And now I'm going to get what she I got want. sad. Yeah. And sulked, and they, like, separated, and then she made it seem like he just left her. The whole yeah. thing was just gross. I, yeah. I read the whole thing, and and you didn't really have to read much of it. It, it was just, it, the whole thing was gr gross. It didn't, I didn't, it ruined it. it. It didn't have a big chance to begin with, but the scene yeah. definitely ruined it for yeah. me. I th yeah, um, she wasn't, like, terribly likable to begin with. And then she was just awful. Yeah, it was. It was just really gross. Yeah. And I like. I feel like that's probably a very common thing when you when you're talking about historical fiction, is that you have to balance between like making your character seem authentic to the era and yeah. also being a little bit conscientious of your readers. Yeah. I don't even know if back then that would have like even the book was published what like. When was this book published? I'm gonna look it up. Yeah. Uh, it, it can't have been that long ago that this was acceptable writing. So I just, it's really questionable. Yeah. It's just, Bold. it's just the questionable. Audacity. Yeah. Yeah. But then, I mean, she continued her whole series, and it was very, and is very popular. Yeah. It hasn't deterred people. As many people who have read it commented on this scene and said that it spoiled it for them they kept reading I'm quite mad because I thought I was really going to like this book so I purchased it and now mm -hmm. I'm just mad that I own it yeah it was published in 2006 oh come on so even then I'm kind of like that's not so long ago that that would have been what <laughs> yeah it was gross yeah. it was just gross and that was, like, I don't like how it was, like, the main point of conflict. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It could have just been that she gained this knowledge and then confronted him about it, and that could have been the conflict. But we just had to, the author had to take it that much further. Yeah. It was a weird thing to, like, put in a book, period. Like, that was yeah. just a weird... Yeah. That was just weird. And I guess you could say, like, we should talk about sexual assault and, like, particularly male sexual assault. And how that's an important topic that you shouldn't loss over but to make it like the main point of your book but not talk about it like it's just there to drive the plot and it was kind of glossed over because it was never like like he got mad but not because he was assaulted 
Yeah. Not really. It and then it's like he can't, he forgave her. Yeah. Um and the point was he didn't want to have children and she forced that decision. Now he was dishonest about it. Yeah. And that was wrong. I don't know. Yeah. Then it just became a toxic couple and you're like, am I really rooting for these people? Is yeah. this like really romantic to me? It wasn't. No. Blech. Yeah, I gave me the ick. The way that she absolutely broke down when she realized she wasn't pregnant. Mm-hmm. And you could tell, like, he felt bad about it. He was so torn. He was like, oh, this is what she really wanted. But it's the opposite of what he really wanted. So, like, he wanted her to be happy. And then, of course, it wins out that her happiness is, like, you know, the number one thing that matters. And that's supposed to be very romantic. But I just don't think this is the aspect in which it's romantic. It's really not. No, yeah. You shouldn't give up your dreams and desires for your partners. You should have new dreams together. I wasn't romanced by the book. No. I Now, I have heard that the next several books are much better. Yeah. I just don't know why I would continue the series. Ooh, yeah. When the first is so off-putting, it's just what's motivating you to pick up the next one. Right. I just... Yeah, I think that's part of why I couldn't continue reading it and didn't finish it was just... Daphne was so cringe with the I'm not like other girls So situation. not like other girls. Um, also, I really like, okay, I'm just going to be, even if you were in like the Gilded Era, right, you're Victorian. Yeah. Are we really going to pretend that women just didn't have a clue? Right. Like, really? No. Like, I know that there was formalities and there was a difference standard of culture, especially when you're talking about relationships and intimacy, but to be that naive? Yeah. Really? No. I mean, that's just infantile. But, yeah, that doesn't hold as true to me. Yeah, and it just kind of made your main character seem um, woman-child, which is yeah. not a trope I like. It's gross, no. too. The woman-child trope is gross. Like, yeah. I'm gonna have this woman who has no idea about sexual intimacy and I'm gonna teach her like yo that's gross no and that's supposed to be like something that's endearing about her yeah no I didn't like it it's weird it didn't mesh with her whole not like other girls thing because her whole thing is I grew up with four brothers and four brothers this and four brothers that and they're rakes and they Mm -hmm. go out and they do whatever they want and you're telling me she didn't have a clue yeah okay doesn't make any sense Mm -hmm. and then her sister Eloise who was constantly reading she didn't have a clue she didn't share any information. She didn't talk to her maids and learn anything. I could, I could maybe believe the the whole thing where her mom didn't tell right. her because it was improper or whatever. But for her to not have learned it from literally anybody else, nah. I'm not buying it. Mm-mm. Yeah, that was weird. Which is why I liked the show. Yeah. Not because the show did anything different. It really didn't. It was just much prettier to look at, and I was distracted. Yeah. It's just the costumes and the angles and the... It was just much better to look at. And I got distracted and I didn't get the ick. The reading of the words. And you can tell with the show they did what they could to progress it along. Right. And make it much more modern. And you just... Then you read it and you're just reminded. Yep. 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 
nope. full on it. I also don't think Daphne was as annoying as in the TV show. No. She was still a little annoying, but not near as much. No. Yeah. Um, what I read in the book of her was just her prattling on and on about how she has this experience with men. And but she doesn't. That she doesn't really. And then stupid Simon being like, wow, she's so annoying. Wow, she thinks all these things and actually she doesn't know anything. But wow, man. She got a rockin' bod. That's pretty much essentially how that went. Yeah. Um. And in the show, maybe maybe because you didn't have, like, internal monologues, you know, yeah. audibly, so it was just looks and interactions that you got this feel from, it took away a lot of that cringy stuff. Yeah, and it, it, it's almost like watching Rain. Have you ever watched Rain? Mm-hmm. It's just for vibes only. Like, it's just pretty. Like, it's yeah. just costuming and angles and, like, pretty cinematography. Yeah. The storyline is crap, though. Season one's crap, too. It just, yeah. it, all of it was just, at least the show had something pretty to look at. The yes. words, however, reading it is, no. It ain't it. Um. And there's so much, yeah, like, all the beauty you get from the show is not stuff that's, like, described in the book, mm-hmm. even. Yeah, you don't get that tight detail. And I think the show is just more interesting just because they've, at Bridgerton it's like a fake world. It's not mm-hmm. really the Victorian era. It's not really an era at all. They have this diverse cast that clearly was not true to times, obviously. Yeah. And like, it's a fake country. I mean, like, what country is this? Like, nobody knows. And the costumes aren't authentic no, to anything. They talk about how they're in London. Oh, they do talk mm-hmm. about how they're in London. Obviously, this is not yeah. a London we know. Oh, yeah. It's a fantasy London. Yeah. Um, so it makes it, like, a little bit more fun and fantastical, even though it's supposed to be some type of era that we recognize. Yeah. Like, you know, it's the olden days. They took all the fun, cutesy parts. Right. And put it together. Exactly. And then they said, but wait, all this other stuff that sucks... Let's scooch it away. Yeah. And they still had the scene in there. Yes. Because you couldn't drive you couldn't... the whole plot without it. But for some reason, when I watched it, I just blacked it out. When I watched it, I literally was on the couch with a blanket, and I pulled the blanket over my eyes. I like I was a cringing. child watching a scary movie. I remember cringing. But then, like, then it was over. It was, like, one, one episode of eight. And I, yeah, for some reason, I just, like, well, I didn't enjoy that, but I still watched season two. Yeah. I was able to watch season two, though, because you focus on an entirely different you do, person. Yeah. Which, I mean, and season two is way better. Way better. Yeah. Way better. Way more interesting. We see more people's stories, mm-hmm. too, which is nice. Like, the whole first season was so about Daphne and Simon. Mm-hmm. But the second season, even though it has its focal characters, you are seeing a lot more of those yeah. side characters. Season two was great. I would not read book two. There's no book in two. No, I wouldn't read it. So I guess in our recap, don't read the books, watch the show, get through (laughs) season one. Season two is great. I have a feeling that they'll move further and further away from the books, too. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. I can't imagine them sticking too closely to the books. I don't even know how many books there are. I think it's too many. Well, there's eight Bridgerton children. They go through eight. They go through all eight children. I assume they would go through eight of them. I'm not sure I want to read about eight Bridgerton children. Especially, I guess they're going to have to age them up or, like, progress time because the youngest ones are, like, what, like, ten, maybe? Yeah. Yeah. And it's all, the focus is always about how they're trying to marry them off, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's always a romance. I think that there are probably, 
better historical fictions out there that are not problematic in yeah. a way that this one was. I'm okay with a little bit of problematic in the way that, like, yeah. L. Kennedy wrote Hockey Romance. Yeah. It's fun problematic. It's not... It's just... It, it's lighter stuff. It's lighter stuff. This one is literally sexual assault, and I yeah. think that that one does it for me. Um, so it's a no from me. Yeah. And you really, as I said in the beginning, you see everything coming. A whole sexual assault is not something that you expect Mm-mm. to read. So that's very triggering for many readers. And like, a lot of like the darker romances that are really popular on like Kindle Unlimited, they all come with trigger warnings, which I yes. really appreciate and I think is good for readers. Yes. This one, mm, we just kind of stumbled into, which I think is kind of triggering. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. I don't think I'd recommend this one to anybody. The show I would recommend. Yeah. This one I think you can pass by. Yeah. And we've read and watched things before. Mm-hmm. And we've been pretty neutral, yeah. at least. This will be the first time that we say, no, just don't read it. Just don't read it. Yeah. There's, I don't think there's any reason. I think you could find better. Yes. Actually, I, the same trope can be found yeah. in um, Cassandra Clare, who's also had some backlash on her part, which yeah. I, I don't care here nor there about. Her mm-hmm. Chain of Gold and Iron series is mm-hmm. the same trope. Well, a little bit more fantasy and without, you know. Is it set in, uh. Yeah, it's set like Edwardian oh, yeah. England. In the same trope. So. Yeah. She does really well with that setting because I think her best books were the Infernal Devices series. Yeah. And yeah, that was set in like I'm a Victorian a huge fan of the Shadowhunter series. And, and even the first one, I know how weird that one is, but I read it when I was like. A kid, and it, like, was my formative years, and I have a soft spot for it. I like those books because I think if you read them as they came out, Mm -hmm. you aged with the books. That's how I feel about Harry Potter, too. Yeah. Yeah, you really did. And I, yeah, I think you watched Clary. Clary and Jace were my first ship in a book, and I love them. And I still do, even though they're part. I like Tessa and Will. I love Tessa and Will. (laughs) Tessa and Will give me just squeal moments. Just repeatedly. squeal moments. I was just, yeah, very disappointed. Go read Shadowhunters. Yeah, read all Shadowhunters. Just read all of them. You'll be yeah. through. If that is the vibe that you are going for and those are the tropes that you want, go read. Yeah, go read some extension of the Shadowhunter series. Maybe not the main yeah. central series, but the prequel or one of the sequel series. Yeah. Will definitely fit that vibe for you. Literally, James and Cordelia are my phone background and they have the same vibes. Plus, there's like diverse cast and mm-hmm. you have the show feel in a book. So if you want yeah. Bridgerton in a show with a little fantasy, just go read that. Um, and throw up your, um, email us your historical fic recs. Yes. You read Something better than Bridgerton. Because that, that wasn't it for me. <laughs> yes. And yeah. I know there's better stuff out there. Historical fiction, historical romance is not typically my cup of tea. It's not something I'm going to seek out. I don't mind reading it, though. Um, so I don't have some great on-the-spot recommendations, but I would love to hear what other people think. I'm not actually a big historical fiction book reader either. Mm-hmm. Um, mainly because I just like contemporary romance if I'm reading romance. Mm-hmm. Not that I haven't read some cool. Yeah. Um, I just don't. 
Yeah. It's, just not, it's just not something I love, love. It's hard, I guess, to find it relatable when the whole setting is different, but still realistic. Yeah. It's not like fantasy, where yeah. you're just like, okay, I understand that this is a fake world, and I have to yeah. build it in my head. I'm supposed to understand the historical world, and I don't, so <laughs> I don't really care to read about it. Um, yo, send me a historical romance about, like, pioneers. That's something I want to read, because um, mostly it's set in, like, Europe, and I'm like, well, I'm not yeah. European, so oh, yeah, I have, like, always no, yeah, like, give me something good on American, I want a pioneer, right? yeah. like, Missouri, or when they called Kentucky, Kentucky, or, or, Arkansas or something, um, because I have, like, no, I don't, under, I yeah. don't know what no antique room was like, I have no idea, so, yeah. um, you know what that reminds me of? Is um, all those cowboy romance paperbacks? Oh my god! <laughs> I should read a cowboy romance. Ooh. I feel like we should read a cowboy romance. But um, June's coming up, so I feel like we need to represent Pride. But for July, yeah, we should read cowboy romance because America. 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 Bald eagles and uh, hamburgers. And manifest destiny. <laughs> Just. The traditional American way. Manifest destiny. I like it. So we need a... So what are we going to read this month, though? The yeah. month of May. Um, month of May. May. We could read... I was checking some stuff out earlier, just thinking. We could read Red, White, and Royal Blue. Very popular. Um, it is very popular. But we could also save that for... June. June. Yeah. Um, we could read a Cassandra Clare book. Yo, I love Cassandra Clare. Yeah, so we could read I a Cassandra Clare book. We could read a Rainbow Rowell book. Um, I think those are very new adult. Fangirl. Holly Black has a new adult book coming out. It is out or it's coming out? It's out. Oh, it's out. Okay. Yeah, it's out. <laughs> I wonder if we have it in our catalog. Um, Holly Black, if you don't know, wrote Folk of the Air. Yes. You might know it by Cruel Prince, Queen of Nothing, yeah. Wicked King. Um, we literally can't go an episode without mentioning it. Or her. Once again, <laughs> Jude and Carden. Just in case you forgot, Jude and Carden. Um, <laughs> but Holly Black wrote a new book which definitely has Ninth House vibes. Oh, I'm into that. Yeah. And you know how much we loved Ninth House. Yes, I am waiting for the next Alex Stern book to come out. Just waiting. Patiently waiting. 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 Book of Night. We have it in an ebook and an e audiobook right now. Oh, excellent. So, so even if you're at a distance, you can get this on your device. You sure can. It looks like it's already checked out, obviously. <laughs> um, I pre ordered this book because Ooh. I love it. Um, it's Book of Night. Okay, let's read Book of Night. Um, I'm into that. Holly Black. Of course, we're into it because <laughs> Holly Black might be one of our favorite authors. Yeah. She's never done me wrong. She's never done me wrong. She's got YA books, obviously. Mm-hmm. Jude and Carden. Yeah. She's got children's books. Oh, really? Yeah, and they're great. Oh. And now she's got this adult book. You know what we love? 
We'd love someone who could do it all. Can do it all. And Holly Black can do it all. If there's ever an author that I would absolutely just fangirl over is Holly Black. Yeah. I love her. I got um I got the pretty hardback copies of the Folk of the Air series and I just I want them so bad. I don't even read them. They're just so pretty I want on my shelf. So bad. If I, I want to read it, I'll check it out from the library to read it. Yeah, I don't want to mess up my beautiful copy. Yeah. She's just so unproblematic. Well, I don't know. Susan Carden is a little problematic. But the truest representation of Fae that I've read. Oh, yes. They're like yeah. fairy fairy. They're not like... They're not just Fae so that you can make them look in a way that people think it's attractive. Yeah. You know, like, they're like actual Fae Fae. Yeah. And they, it's their behaviors that get me because Fae in other books, like... Uh, Sarah J. Mass books. Hey, Sarah J. Mass, you just wanted an old wise guy with magic and called yeah. a fairy, but he's not a fairy. He said, you know it would be really cute if he had wings and pointy ears, and now he's a fairy. And that's cool and all. But, yeah, there was not a lot of thought put into, like, fae-centric behaviors that are different mm-hmm. from human behaviors. And I, yeah, I really appreciated that about Holly Black, is she really delves into who they are as a people. Yeah, I'm very, yeah. And, like, the traditional, what you think of as, like, fey folklore. Yeah. Um, Cardin, my boy Cardin. Oh! I He's love so tricky. Feminine king. Um, Book of Night. I'm really excited. I pre-ordered it. I hope it gets here, like, today. Can you tell us what Book of Night is about? Um, I haven't read much because I want to go into it very blind. Mm. But it is kind of uh, very much Night House. It is secret mm. society. Um at, like, a college university type thing, mm-hmm. um, with kind of mysterious magic, but not in the way that Night House was, where it was kind of ghost-related. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. We can do a brief synopsis. Uh, this is, like, the most over-the-top <laughs> description. <laughs> a dark, delicious, adrenaline rush of a book. Okay. Sure. Um, compared to the Night Circus, mm. and of course Leah Barduga has a little quote, um, basically girl gets involved in magic, but it is like secret society, academic driven. Gotcha. What I'm, I'm looking into, at. I'm into that. And if Leah Bardugo promotes it, I'm I probably going to love it. Like, I think they promoted each other's books like back and forth. Like I think they actually have like dedications written to each other. I think they are, yeah. Which friends. makes sense because in my head they love each other and yeah. just trade drafts back and forth and I'm really into that. Little author besties. It's my head canon. <laughs> Sorry, the Duke and I. You didn't do it for me. Well, I we mean will not be raving about that book. I will not be recommending that to anybody. Which, even books I don't like myself, I can usually find an audience to recommend that to. I, I would think not recommend can, this to people. I think you can find better elsewhere. Yeah. So, go find better elsewhere. Yeah. Everybody who's buying this up on Amazon and who's backing up our holds list at the library, just let it I'm go. sorry, you're going to be else. so disappointed. There's um, a historical romance a dime a dozen. You can go find better. Oh, yeah. If you search our catalog, you can literally just search historical fiction or historical romance. Yeah. And you will find so many titles. This one didn't do it for me. It's unfortunate, but it's true. So, yeah, emails are your, um, reck list, and 
Maybe do like a fun display or something because this just. Yeah. Email us at lpresley at cvlga.org in case you forgot. That's our dear Lane. That's me. Um, yeah. And then looking forward to reading Book of Night by Holly Black for May. Yes. And I guess Red, White, and Blue for um, Yeah, Red, White, June. and Royal Blue. Who? That's McQuinston? I think it is. Yes. McQuinston. McQuinston. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that was really fun, too, although I've only read half of it, actually, because I haven't finished it. I have never read it. It's one of those terrible. things. Oh. Katie, if you're listening, I'm sorry. It's one of those things my sister has told me to read multiple times, and she really liked it, and I just haven't read it, which is dumb of me, because every time she likes a book, when I read it two or three years after she tells me about it, you like it. I like it. That's, That's exactly how... what happened with Mortal Instruments. That's exactly what happened with Carry On. This is um, my sister, except the reverse, and I was like, read this book, read this book, read this book, read this book. And she's like, I just can't right now. I'm just, like, so overwhelmed. I don't have the time. Victoria, if you were <laughs> listening to this, I'm so sorry. I just made fun of you, but you deserve it. Love you. You can always find time to read. Do you know what I read when I'm supposed to be asleep? And it's worked out fine. For my whole life. I get home, mm-hmm. and I'm sick of people by the end of my day, yep. so I sit on my couch after I cook dinner, and I read my books, and yeah. I prefer my electronic books mm-hmm. over my print books, because it's easier to hold. Yeah. Or you listen to your books I listen to while you're making so many different stuff. Yeah, so I just can't. When people say they don't have time, you can literally listen to the book of your choosing, while you're doing some other activity, yeah. while you're working out, while you're making dinner, while you're laying on the couch staring at the ceiling. I'm listening to Anne Bishop's book, The Black Jewel Trilogy, mm-hmm. because every time I read a Sarah J. Mass book, I go, he stole this. <laughs> I remember when you told me this whole thing. Um, yeah. The Black Jewel Trilogy really does make me cringe throughout the entire thing. For some reason, I don't hate it, because it's, like, very 90s. It's, like... Mm-hmm. Buffy style nineties. Okay. Okay. It's like yeah. In all the things that happened in Buffy that now you're like, Oh my god, that's not okay. <laughs> I feel that way about Ambition. But I don't hate it for some reason. Yeah. Cause it is what it is kinda. Yeah. But, uh, Sarah Jimaz? Bruh. She stole those black leather winged face. Phantom Phantom Hands and um yeah, all the all the way all the way down. Yeah, all those little things. All the little things. Didn't she say somewhere that, like, she is a big fan? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe I made that up. um, That's an interesting comparison if you ever want to do that on your own time. Mm -hmm. But then I, I, we were talking about Sarah J. Mass, and I was like, I should listen to Ann Bishop. Um, It still makes me cringe. I listen to it at work, and I don't really have to focus on anything, so I can survive it. Yeah. It's like your white noise. Yeah. 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 Make reading your new white noise. Yeah, make reading your new white noise. Yeah. You retain way more than you think you will. Too. Yeah. And as you're reading, um, you can complete your reading logs for our summer reading challenge Ooh. coming up. That is yes, you for can. children, adults, and teens. Adults, it counts for every four hours. Mm-hmm. Listening or reading. Yeah. It doesn't matter what format you use. And it doesn't matter what you read. You want to read the newspaper, you want to read Reddit articles. Go ahead, read. Whatever Do you it. read. You read. And we're proud of you for that. Um, if you want to listen or read to the transcript of Amber Heard and Johnny Depp. Oh my that gosh. That counts. What a thing you should read. What a <laughs> thing you should read. Reddit has all the transcripts. Um, Does it really? Bro, Reddit has everything. 
I forget about Reddit very often until my friends and coworkers tell me about it, and I'm like, I'm I feeling Reddit toxic. I get on Reddit. <laughs> that tracks. Yeah, because yeah, I've never been on Reddit and been like feeling wholesome. Um, it's when I want a little drama. My partner, who I can now call a fiance, but that word makes me, that word gives me the ick, so I will not be calling him a fiance. Yeah. I don't know what it is. That and the word husband just sends me over the edge, and I don't know what it is. I um, thought you would love that. I thought you'd be like my husband. Only if I can like, you know, pretend to be a widow. That's right. Uh, does that track? Yeah. But for some reason, those two words just give me, like, the cringe. Okay. And I think because it's, like, very romantic and I'm very not. Okay. So, so my partner. Your partner. My partner. To who you are engaged. To who I am engaged. Um, is a Reddit man. Oh. He's also toxic, though, so I just like to The most toxic person <laughs> I have just ever learned of. Um, our friend, who works here in the library said that we should all get together and have, like, a like a Jersey Shore-style house, right? Okay. <laughs> and he was like, but I want Hale to be there. And I was like, I don't know if I could survive a world where Kayla and Hale get together. <laughs> and I don't, I think, personally, that they would join forces because my partner can be very convincing to, and encourages the worst in people. And he would just be like, hey, Kayla, you know, it sounds really fun. I'm just going to buy a plane. And we're going to fly it. <laughs> I'd be like, wow, way to pollute the planet. And then he'd be like, but I could take you wherever you wanted to go on a moment's notice. And then you would be like, wow, and then that's low-key kind of cool. That sounds pretty dope. Um, which is how he got me. Because the things he says, I'm like, oh, that's real problematic. But he's like, but look what we can do now. And I'm like, actually, okay, okay, I see it. So I just feel like it would really really uh corrupt Kayla I'm not ready for it um so that's my worst fear is um my partner corrupting my friends <laughs> oh hell <laughs> I hope you listen to this and know everything that I think about you he won't <laughs> <laughs> he won't he won't make it that far he'll give me just enough minutes to count a view and then oh then... support it's support yeah I'll take counts it counts as support that's why I save all my, my trash My partner doesn't talking. listen to, to us at all. Exactly. That's why I save my trash talking until the end. Yeah. So. He <laughs> made it this far. Welcome to all my dirty secrets. This makes me think, too. If you have something that you recommend on Reddit for us to see oh or read, wow, would I love that. And I would probably share that with a lot of people. So email us your Reddit recs, too. Oh, my gosh. Your favorite subreddit? Please. Ooh. Yeah. I would love that. I would love it. That sounds so fun. Yeah, that's the drama I need in my life. Whatever drama you get off Reddit, share it with me. Share it with me. I want to know. Yeah. Um, if you're, like, a big commenter on, like, relationship advice, <laughs> bro, I want to know it. I want to know. I want to know. I want to know. But you know what? I'm going to read these transcripts. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Very yeah. invested. We'll update you guys on what we think about Amber Heard <laughs> next time. Yes. Right after we fangirl over Holly Luck. That's going to be a good one. It's going to be a fun yeah. one. Yeah. I think we'll pick next. ourselves up for May because this one was not. This was such a downer. and I'm so sorry we had to describe it to you, but I just felt compelled to. Yeah. I feel like that's just honestly what happened. So, yeah. Um, yeah. Icky. It is what it is. Julia Quinn gave us the icks, and now we don't want any more. Zero stars. <laughs>
Yeah, honestly, zero, zero stars. Zero out of anything. Zero stars. No. Zero Not stars. a sparkle for me. Yeah. So to recap, the Duke and I with Nick, Holly Black coming up for the month of May. Mm-hmm. We're going to celebrate Pride in June. Yep. We're going to embrace our American spirit in July. Yep. And um, we're going to really get into Reddit and be our toxic selves. Yes. So this sounds like a great next few months. What a beautiful Very summary. Good. I hope you're as excited for the next few months as we are. Let's go. Buckle up, friends. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's all we have for you today, I think, right? I think so. All right. Okay. Well then, friends, this has been Librarians Read the Darnest Things. Again, I'm Kayla. And I'm Lynn. Goodbye. Bye.